everybody rb here welcome on into the stream man hit the like button subscribe if you're new hit the bell hope everybody is having a splendid thursday evening we are back we are going to be talking uh a lot of sixer stuff tonight you know i was thinking about doing a video today and you know it, it's it's a good day you know i'm thinking about doing a video and then i'm sitting here thinking at the same time like why not do a stream you know it's been a while since we just got on here talk some sixers um, and I want to get some thoughts from you guys. You know, we're going to talk about a variety of topics and I want to hear from you, uh, on those topics, more things. What are you thinking about? It is currently January 6th, 2022. And, um, you know, we are a month and four days away from the trade deadline. Yeah. We've been pumping out the game streams, play by plays. We do those, we do news coverage videos every day. Uh, we do some interviews, we do collabs, all that stuff, but it's been a minute, man. Since we just hopped up on here and talked some Sixers like the good old days. So um, we're going to be doing a lot of this the next couple of weeks. I have some collabs lined up as we get closer to the trade deadline, all the noise, everything coming around. Uh, I can't wait for it, man. I cannot wait for now. We've just been winning games. Sixers on a five-game win streak. And, um, you know, we're just going to go over some news today regarding Tobias Harris, what happened last night. We're going to go over something for 2-5 and, and what was said by somebody from the Players Association, and uh, we're going to take your phone calls live here on the show, get some thoughts, see how the people are feeling uh, about this team. We got 46 up in here. How about everybody else? How is your guys' day going? Hope everybody's well. Uh, Zaheeb up in here, thank you for being here, says, uh, oh, I didn't leave a message, but member for three months, Zaheeb, thank you very much, man. Appreciate the love. Shout out to all the channel members. Rick Bennett up in here. What's up, Rick? Kane says random stream. Yeah, we just popped on for a random stream. So we'll see how many people end up coming around. Um, but yeah, man, just wanted to come in here for a chill stream, get some thoughts from the people. 
I, I feel like people do enjoy these streams, you know, and I know people like the videos and stuff, but I feel like they like the streams as well, you know, where we could just kind of sit back and talk for a little bit. Um, let me know if the audio is good. With that being said, we're just going to get into some uh, some things that happened today, and then we'll we'll go into the chat and the phone lines. So um, 215-798-7638, that will be the number to call into the show a little later on. But give me some thoughts. Give me Give me how you guys are feeling about the team right now. Um, what, what are we thinking in terms of the next couple of weeks? What is going to happen? Are you frustrated? Are you happy that we're on a five game win streak? Are you looking down the line? Is this whole two, five situation going to end up going the entire season? Let me know how you feel about everything, man. Let me know how you feel. But anyway, so of course there's never a, a dry day, uh, when it comes to Philadelphia sports, but anyway, we must start with the man himself, that is right. Last night, Tobias Harris obviously came out as the Sixers got their fifth straight win, and Tobias balled out. Uh, this came the day after you know he got into it with the fans. He was jawing back and forth. We had talked about it here on the channel, and and you know a lot of people were pissed off. Tobias was pissed off. He was letting the emotions get the best of him. But I got to give it up to Tobias. Much credit for Tobias because you know he came back. And he had a much better game. He was aggressive. He was decisive, right? He ended up putting over. He put he put up over twenty points. Had a great stat line across the board. And at the end of the day, Tobias Harris just got it done. You know, he did his thing. So we got a raid coming in here as well from Rocha. What's going on, Rocha? Uh, and his subscribers, man. Shout out to him. You guys are coming in showing love, man. Appreciate everybody up in the chat. It's not a play by play today, but. Uh, we're out here grinding, man. Holy smokes. Shout out to all the new viewers in the chat, man. What's going on? Alexander, Marcus, 62, BLR. What's going on, everybody? Thank you guys for being here. Shout out to my guy, Rocha. Much love and support to him and his channel. All his viewers. He's uh, one of the goats on YouTube. So appreciate him coming in here. And uh, we're talking Sixers, man. So if you guys want to talk about our problems, stay around. Um, but yeah, man, we do... Uh, we do a lot of stuff here on the channel. Did the Warriors win, guys? Did the Warriors win? Let me know. Did the Warriors win? I'm from Rocha Entertainment. I've been lurking. Boo Eagles. Well, that sucks, Jacob. But probably got some 49ers fans coming in here. Thank you guys very much uh, for coming into the stream. Chris, what's going on? Thank you for subscribing, man. Much love to everybody up in the chat. Caden, what's going on? Antonio, what up? Joel Troel Embiid, Bengals County, Chris Brady, Jeremiah, what's up? Roach has got a strong fan base, man. I love it. I love it. Israel says 22 and 16. I love it. Warriors and Sixers in the playoffs. Warriors are up at the end of the first. I'm a Steelers fan. Snow's coming. 22-16, Warriors winning about to be in the second quarter. Well, good luck to the Warriors, man. Hope you guys catch the dub. Once again, thank you uh, to Rocha and all his subscribers for coming in, showing some love. You guys are the best, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. But anyway, back to the regularly scheduled program. So as it relates to Tobias Harris, like I said, he was um, having a great game yesterday. He came out, and he came out with a lot of fierce play. You know, he was very angry. Um, and he used it as motivation. He used it to get better. And if you recall a couple days ago in the video that I was discussing this whole matter, you know, I was pissed off. I was 
kind of more on the side of, you know, this isn't usually what we see out of Tobias Harris, right? This isn't a usual Tobias act of nature. So um, although I am annoyed, what I wanted to see was him come out and have a bounce back game. And that is exactly what he did. And he kept his mouth shut during the game and he just put his head down and got to work. Now, obviously we were playing the Orlando Magic, who are a terrible team. But at the end of the day, you know, you only play who's in front of you. And while Joel Embiid once again had his eighth game in a row uh, on the road of 30-plus points, right? Seth Curry stepped up, had a huge game. A lot of these dudes stepped in. Tobias Harris did exactly what I expect him to. And I said this before as well. Like, there's been all these expectations on Tobias. Maybe it's not been as fair to him, but overall... All I'm expecting a game from Tobias is 20 points. And last night he did that. He played well and he was a contributor to the win. And you know, what happened after the game was even more. What happened after the game is what makes me smile and what makes me feel a lot better when it comes to Tobias Harris, even though I was never down on him. You know, a lot of people have been like trying to call for his head this entire time. I've, I'm still on the side of let's go out and make the two, five trade. Because obviously Tobias has a tough contract to even move. And you want to see how he can fit if you go ahead and get another player. But Tobias Harris really solidified himself. And I'm about to say something that, um, you know, you can take however you want. But it's just the truth of the matter. That's what we do here. We speak, um, you know, how I see it. And Tobias Harris did something last night that 2-5 would never do. 2-5 would never have done what Tobias Harris did last night. And I'm I'm really proud of Tobias Harris. He came out and he took accountability and he just came out and was completely honest with the situation and he said he'll get better and improve from it. And that's all I can ask for as a leader. Okay, I know he's been having an up and down season. He admitted that. But what he did last night, if 2-5 had ever done that, things would be a lot different for this franchise. Just being completely honest. But here's the first quote From Tobias Harris last night, I watched the entire press conference. I would definitely recommend it. He says, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I love our fan base with praise. You also have to be willing to take criticism as well. That is a fact. He goes on to say, I don't think anybody in the arena is harder on me than I am on myself. Dan Burke also echoed that in his post-game press conference a couple nights ago. He says, I want to play the greatest basketball I can play. I play my ass off daily to get to that point. And lastly, he finishes up by saying, and I quote, nobody died. I just got booed. And, you know, there were a lot of things he said in between, you know, just talking about um, how Sixers fans are, you know, the loudest cheers when you're doing good. And, and you got to, you know, also be able to take criticism. I'm kind of paraphrasing now what he said. Uh, Joel Embiid said it as well a couple nights ago. And the fact that Tobias Harris came out last night after, you know, rebounding, and, and I want to see him continue to do this, and he's been, like I said a couple of days ago, a leader in this locker room. I want to see him come out and hold himself accountable, and that's exactly what he did. And I was just happy that he bounced back on the court, right? He used it as motivation. Maybe this is the little wake-up call that he needed, a little run-in with the fans, similar to Joel Embiid a couple years ago. And, um, you know, shout-out to Toby, man. I'm I'm completely happy with him. I'm not going to say I was done. I've never been done with Tobias Harris. In fact, I've been trying to hold the rails on him, saying, you know, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see how this team plays out, what happens in the next month, and then we go and assess the situation. 
But I'm just so happy at the fact that Tobias came out and just he, he squashed it right away. Do you see how easy that was? Do you see how easy that could have been for somebody else? Tobias Harris didn't leave for the next six months because he got criticism from his fan base. He didn't leave for the next six months because he's because he was playing terrible and knew it, and he admitted he's having an up-and-down season. He got better. He came out. He was completely honest, had a nice media press conference, and then he had a great game. I mean, come on, man. Come on. It really does not take that much for the Philly fan base to go over easy on you. You know what I mean? Do you get what I'm saying here? Because next game, Tobias, or when, when he comes home, the Sixers fans are going to cheer him on. Even though he had a little run and he was frustrated and things were boiling over, that's all it takes. And that is what I'm trying to say about this Philly fan base. They, when they boo you, they are here to let you know that we love you, but we need you to do better. We need you to do better. But then we're going to cheer the heck out of you. Even if you're frustrated and tell us not to, we're still going to cheer the heck out of you. Come on, man. We know about the contract. We know everything going on with Tobias Harris. But at the end of the day, Tobias Harris did something yesterday, and I was very impressed with it. And that's how I feel about that situation. So keep on grinding. Keep getting better. I know you're not a second option. I know that you're not a 28-30 point-per-game scorer. But you are Tobias Harris. You have a role in this team. You need to keep getting better. And that's all we can ask from you. So shout-out to Tobias for getting it done yesterday. Um, and I hope he has more good games. He Hopefully he's not as inconsistent as he has been um, so far this season. The other thing we must discuss before we head on over to the phone lines, get some thoughts going, shout out to everybody in here. Uh, the NBA Players Association Executive Director, who, by the way, is retiring, I think, sometime this next couple weeks or, or something like that. Uh, her name is Michelle Roberts. And, um, yeah, she's done, apparently she's done great work <clears throat> over the years. So shout out to her, but she came out with some comments and again, keep it in mind that she is a part of the NBA players association. So she's going to try to have the backs of the players. And she made comments regarding the two five situation, which I 100% disagree with. Here's what she said. Quote, Really? It is, is it so hard to believe that Ben's not mentally at a place to compete? Professional athletes like the rest of us have difficult periods in our lives that require time and energy to heal. We have and will continue to provide him with the support and resources he needs to work through this. Threatening the prospect of another four years serves no one's interest. Like Tobias Harris, I say let's respect Ben's space and embrace him while allowing him time, the time to move forward. So take a breath and count to 10. We are all too good to continue to play this perpetual game of chicken. She goes on to say, Candidly, I think a lot of this stuff could be resolved if everyone behaved like a grown-up. She said to the host of the, the interview of the show she was on, I think what's happening in Philadelphia, frankly, is ridiculous, and I don't know why we're playing chicken with each other. It just strikes that this is something that could be worked out it is difficult. And lastly, she follows up with, with Ben, he wants to leave. Now, I understand that teams don't want players to announce they're leaving because they have contractual obligations. Yeah, not just that, but it's a little thing called leverage, okay? Look, none of us 
privy to every none of us is privy to every detail. This is not an issue that emerged at the start of the season. There has been an issue with this player and that team for a while. Rumor has it promises were made about being able to move the player, and obviously those promises either weren't kept or couldn't be kept. Who knows? But at some point, there's got to be, as best as I can tell, they have been at loggerheads since the beginning of the season with very little communication between the player and the team. I just don't roll like that. Well, again, shout out to you, Michelle. With all due respect, I don't care how you roll, okay? Let me tell you the facts, all right? I agree that this has been a game of chicken. So that that's probably the one thing I do agree with you uh, regarding this situation. But you know what? I'm tired, and again, I know your agenda, I know your role, Players Association, all that good stuff, but you're about to retire, all right? So why can't you come out and just speak the facts? Why can't you just come out and say the truth? Because when you come out here and talk about, oh, well, he wants to leave. Oh, he wants to leave. So basically, the Sixers should just get down on their knees and do everything he asked for. No, no. See, let's take it back a little bit. I don't understand why people forget the fact that the Sixers cheered this guy on for four to five years. The Sixers actually did everything in their power, gave this guy all the resources, okay, to develop into what we expected him to be. In fact, the Sixers went to the playoffs how many times? The Sixers gave this guy a team around him that could go and contend. The fact of the matter is this guy, amidst all the support from Sixers fans, did not work on his craft. He did not get better. He actually made a max contract before shooting a basketball. He didn't get better, okay? So when you come out and talk about, oh, the Sixers just pretty much need to just bend over and do whatever they want. No, we don't. Why? They're the ones not acting like grownups, okay? Like I just talked about with Tobias Harris. If 2-5 came out and literally just had a press conference, oh, wait, the Sixers gave him a chance to do that too. And what did he do? He lollygagged around a practice and got kicked out so that he didn't have to talk to the media, all right? He could have came out, set this whole thing straight, and just acted like a grown-up, and he did not. And he did not. Again, I get your agenda. I get where you're coming from, okay? I want to go back and reference one of the quotes here. Candidly, I think a lot of this stuff could be resolved if everyone behaved like a grown-up. Uh, it just strikes that this is something that could be worked out. Yeah, it could be worked out. You know how it could be worked out, Michelle? How about if if someone who has a contractual obligation actually fulfills it? How about the man comes back and actually plays basketball or does something or says something? I mean, he's been aware this entire season. And okay, she talks about he's not mentally ready to play. Fine. How come we haven't heard about that in, in how long? How long has it been since we heard about that situation? How long has it been? Are, are, we, are we going through procedures? Are we doing something? Or are we just going to sit around and pretty much just let this thing rot into the ground. I don't understand how people still try to create this narrative about anybody but the man himself. He could have came back, acted like a grown-up, right? Just how Tobias Harris got pissed off the other night and came back and had a good game. This man could have came back and embraced it and got better and worked. Come on, man. It's just unbelievable. When you think about where this situation is at, we are a month and four days away from the NBA trade deadline, and there's been no noise at all. There's been nothing, no signs of anything. And yet we're at fault. We're just we're just the ones sitting around. You think we want to be 21 and 16? In fact, the fact that we're 21 and 16 with, with a hole in the roster, a $30 million hole, 
a hole from a bazooka. I mean, come on, man. You think we want to be like this? No, we want to have our roster finalized. We want to go make a push. We want to contend. Come on, man. It's crazy that we can sit here and still blame anybody else. It's crazy, man. Especially when Rich Paul talks about, oh, well, why do we have to bring finances into the situation? Well, why, Rich? Because that's what your whole thing has been about this entire time. You want your client to get paid without playing a second of NBA basketball. It's unbelievable, man. If he's Look, if he's struggling mentally, fine. I understand that. All I'm saying is I want some clarity on where we're at. You know, we are 37 games into the season. She said it right here. We're playing chicken. She knows something we don't. She knows what's going on behind the scenes. Come on, man. All we've done is embrace this guy for how long? And uh, here we are. Here we are, man. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of, of this, this narrative on the higher level because it's not fair to Philadelphia's fans, organization, Joel Embiid. All right, this man, Joel Embiid, played the playoffs in a torn meniscus, okay? He had a torn meniscus. He's out here balling. He's out here doing his thing, all right? And, and here we are, and we're still almost halfway into the next season, and we have people essentially just, you know, just trying to take off all the blame, man. I don't even care about the blame anymore. Do you? Like, I am so sick of this situation. I literally just want this to be over, and I want to contend. That's all I want to do. But the fact of the matter is we can't get anything right now because the last image of this guy is folding like a tent in the playoffs. You don't think if Sixers fans could, we would go back to halfway of last season and make something happen when there was a lot of hype? You don't think we would do that? So no, Michelle, with all due respect, we will not just get down and let this go. If if we were the New Orleans Pelicans, if we were the Detroit Pistons and we were rebuilding, then yeah, I would say, okay, let's just start over. Let's just throw down the fort and just do our thing. We are literally a player or two away from contending for a championship. What don't people understand about that? I feel like I have to explain this like every single week. It is not fair to us. We went through a whole debacle with Markel Fultz, okay? We lost the number one overall pick there. Now we have another number one overall pick, and we're just going to lose that for nothing? Come on, man. I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on all of this stuff. Tobias Harris, uh, what Michelle Roberts had to say about 2-5. Also, we're going to talk some other quotes that came out today from some other reporters that could be potential updates. Um, I'll tell you whether I'm nervous or not on the situation. We have a lot coming up, man. Uh, let's go head over to the live stream chat. Got 120 people in here, guys. Appreciate everybody being here. We're, we're back for kind of a chill stream just talking, man. Shout out to everybody up in here. Hope you all are having a great day. Appreciate you all, man. Whether you agree with me, disagree, we're here to talk. We're here to discuss and chat. As we start, you probably see to my left, Joel Embiid. This is him last night. I just wanted to start with this picture, not only because Joel Embiid is just unbelievable, and I want to see respect. I want to see some love for Joel Embiid. But he's out here at a post game with a Shirley Temple just chilling with the headphones in. I love this guy, man. He deserves so much better, man. He deserves so much better. Do you know how long it has been 
that I, I just want to see Joel Embiid with one really, really, really good player. I'm not saying we don't have good talent on this team. I'm saying I want to see him with a with a dog, bro. I want to see him with another star, a solidified star. I just want to see it. I just want to see it because he is this good by himself, carrying for years. I really just want to see him with with a a player of that caliber. I do. Crazy, man. Eight games in a row on the road of 30-plus. He's averaging 33 a game over the last five games during the win streak. I know we're not playing that good of teams, but he is out here doing everything. The defensive end, big blocks in crunch time, spreading the ball around, great passes out of doubles. He keeps adding things to his arsenal. This guy is one of the greatest talents in basketball, and I'm blessed to get to watch him every game. He deserves some help. And and let me just say this, all right? I'm not nervous yet at all. I'm not nervous um, about anything at this point. But let me tell you something, all right? If this does get down to the last few days before the trade deadline, because we're really not hearing anything right now, and I'm starting to hear speculation that there is possibility that we could hold on to this problem until next summer when guys like James Harden could become available. I understand the long haul. I don't think my mental sanity can take another four months of basketball and just knowing that we're not going to win. I don't know if I can take that. But then again, it's like, do you want to settle for something that isn't there? Can Daryl Morey pull something out of the hat? I'm getting frustrated about this. I just want it to be over, okay? I, I loved 2-5 for a long, long time. I supported him with everything I had because he was a sixer, and that's what we do. And the way it ended was just absolutely terrible. I hope he learns from his mistakes. But at this point, just go. Just, just We need to just get something back where we can contend. I'm, I'm tired of watching Joel Embiid basketball where he, he's just out here doing everything he can and doesn't have the right supporting cast. I don't want to see another MVP caliber season wasted, man. So I, I hope, look, I've, I've been putting my trust in Maury this entire time. He's made things happen, but he has a big task in front of him. So I hope he gets it done. Some quotes today from Jason Dumas. Now, if you have uh, followed the channel for a while, you know Jason Dumas cannot be trusted 100%. He's the one that said people were lining up at the Sixers practice facility in Camden uh, ready to, uh, you know, throw a ride at 2-5 and that Maxie wanted, you know, uh, Rich Paul wanted to pull Maxie out of a charity and all this, which was not true, by the way. But um, anyway, Jason Dumas, this, here's what he said today. Let's look at it. And just embrace one more time jo- Joel Embiid with a Shirley Temple. Like, look at this guy, man. Just unbothered, casually putting up 30 a game. Gotta love it, man. Um, here's what Jason Dumas said. So, first thing is that he says Daryl Morey has broadened his scope for potential trade targets as he looks to trade 2-5. He's been adamant on only trading him for a select few players. I'm told there's now a list of 25 guys who he'd accept straight up or in a package. Now, I've heard this about how many times in the last, like, six months. I've heard this about, like, 30 times, honestly. 
this same tweet from different reporters. I'm tired of hearing about the list, all right? Put it on a scratch pad. Put it on a legal pad. I don't care, all right? Whatever list you have, you better be calling up those teams every single day trying to get something done. But anyway, here's the second part of the tweet. He says, there's nothing imminent, but people should buckle in, and this could go on for four years. Mindset is long gone. So, again, I don't know if this is legit. It's Jason Dumas at the end of the day. I'm tired of hearing this same thing 30 million times, all right? But what he says is that Joel Embiid has not put any added pressure on the front office to get a deal done. He wants a guy who will embrace Philly and has a desire to be there. I have no question in my mind that Joel Embiid wants to be here because that's Joel Embiid. He represents everything about this city. He wouldn't have signed an extension if he didn't view it that way. You already see the relationship building with Tyrese Maxey, you know. But what I will say is that there was never a four-year mindset. The fact that some of you believed that when Daryl Morey went on the Mike Miss show and was talking about four years, it's obviously a, a scheme. Like Michelle said, it's a game of chicken. That's all this is. Is it is it Daryl Morey and the owners around the league? Are they going to bite? Is Daryl Morey going to give in to the pressure? Or is 2-5 and Rich Paul just going to sit out until they get a trade and then we'll see what happens? Quite frankly, though, I'm very annoyed at this situation. I feel like I've been watching this team all year and they're not a complete squad. And that's disrespectful. That is disrespectful to a lot of guys, including Joel Embiid. Mental health is serious. Everyone takes things the same way. Mental health is serious, and I understand that 100%, and I agree. All I'm saying is that there has been no communication. There has been no professionalism this entire time. For a guy that was supposed to be what we all believed, you know, maybe the next LeBron James in this city, there's been, it, it's disappointing how it has went down. And I'm sorry, we, you just can't blame fans for a man's undoing, you know, for a man's just unwillingness to get better. So, shout out to everybody in the chat, though. Chiquita, what's up? DSM Media, what's going on? It says, tapping in. What's up, my guys? Appreciate you guys being in here. We've heard this before, exactly. We hear this every single time. I'm I'm frustrated with it. I'm so tired of it, man. I'm tired of it. Daryl Morey's got to make something happen. I've been supporting him this entire time. It's time to get this show on the road, man. It's time to give Joel what he wants. I hope that we are actively communicating with Joel Embiid. I hope that we are actively involving him in these talks. Because honestly, if the trade deadline goes by and Joel Embiid, you, you can't tell me that Joel Embiid will not be frustrated if nothing happens at the trade deadline. This guy's out here busting it every single night, man. And quite frankly, he needs help. He needs help. There's no reason we should be struggling with these teams that are, you know, 7-31. and 31. There's no reason for that. No reason at all, man. And with the way Joel's catching fire right now, it, it seems like he's taking even another leap. And I, I don't want to waste another season. But... Anyway, those are just my thoughts. Uh, we're going to open up the phone lines now. 215-798-7638. Would love to hear from anybody out there. Call into the show. Whether you want to talk about Tobias, 2-5, Joel, the team. How do we feel about the team in general? What moves should we make? Somebody give me some thoughts, man. 
But yeah, I got to shut that off. Appreciate everybody being in the chat, though. Let's go to the first caller, man. Let's see. Who we got on the show? Yo, what's going on? RB, what up, man? Seth M. Rose. Seth, what's up, bro? Thanks, man. How you doing? Good, good. How about you, bro? I'm doing well, man. Thank you. I'm doing well. Good to hear, man. What's on your mind? What's on your mind on this fine Thursday? Oh, man. Listen, <laughs> man. I am so... I'm so sick of sitting here watching my superstar player that I love and that I watch and support it since he came into this league. Bust his behind to win us games, put his body on the line. Why this other man lies about a condition, and that's just my opinion, to sit out. Yeah, I mean, at this point, it, it really does seem like, I mean, we haven't heard about it in how long. I feel like everybody just kind of got quiet about the situation, you know? I think so, too. And, um, you know, I grew up. My sister, me, and my brother all got mental issues. All got, all got, you know what I mean? We all take right. medication. Yep. And we've had that our whole life. It just don't pop up when you're 26 years old. Oh, I got this. Yeah. You're usually going to have that shit for years, and you're going to know you have it. Yeah. Or at least have an inkling that you have it. It's just weird to me that the one little stipulation that could get him paid and let him sit out, yep. he has all of a sudden. Yeah, I think it's a good so, point. I, mean, I'm and I, would, I would just say that, um, you know, it, it's crazy how nothing was brought up about it until seven months later, you know, when, when this whole kind of like uh, back and forth began and, you know, I'm actually not going to come play for your team. That's when it really came to light, you know, and, and I just think that's weird as well. Yeah, and I'm not going to sit here. I mean, again, my opinion, you have a whole different platform. This is just my opinion. But that's it just seems real weird to me that that's how it went. Yeah. And um, it's it's really it's sad, man. That if, we, if we don't get something done, I've been a more supporter for the day one. We don't get something done. I'm going to knock Maury down a notch in my book because... <laughs> It's just really hard to sit here and watch Joel go through, and this team, not just Joel, yeah. go through all these rough games and rough patches, knowing that we have this big of a hole in our eyes. Well, what, what, let me just play devil's advocate for a second. Like, what if there's nothing available that puts us over the top? Like, are, are we hitting kind of like a semi-reset? Like, what do we do then? That's what I'm struggling with right now. I agree. I agree. But to be honest with you, I would play hardball, man. I, I mean, I'm with, I'm kind of with Murray on it because yeah. I'm not going to get trash for Ben. I mean, he's a, at the end of the day, we don't like this guy. Okay. No one likes Ben right now, <laughs> but he's a three time all-star runner up. He's the player of the year, you know, leading the league in a, you know, in a, a top five, top 10 assist. Like he's valuable in areas of this game and teams should be able to use that. Yeah. It's, I think it's just the, the bad taste in the mouth from the playoffs is the reason why he hasn't been traded yet. Absolutely. And, and again, all it takes is, uh, you know, a little professionalism. How about come out and work with us? But that's the thing, man. They, they're not willing to. They're not willing to work with us. So yeah. I just don't get how there can be a resolution. And I'm starting to, like I said, I'm not nervous yet, but I'm starting to think a little bit, you know, as we get these next couple weeks in, like, I'm not hearing anything. Like, it's just the same old news. So we better make something happen, man. 
yeah, man, it's scary. And it's something needs to happen 100%. And uh, I'm glad the guys like are starting to step up on the teams. Tobias Harris stepping up, taking some accountability. Max, he's only going to get better. You know, we got guys that can play, man. But yeah, man. we really need, again, we need a Beal. We need a Lillard. I mean, yeah. I know we're not getting Lillard, but the only two realistic guys, I'll keep saying, Jalen Brown and Beal. You have to target them guys, man. And if you yeah. can't get them, we got to wait another year. I honestly wouldn't be mad at it as long as Jerome Beat is healthy come that time. All right. Love it, my guy. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you, sir. No problem, man. Good show. I'll Thank see you, you later. As always. Another year. Oh, my gosh. I really don't want to wait another year, but I get it. Like, if I'm Maury, too, like, I also would play hardball because, you know, this guy's not just going to come in here and run everything like he has his entire career. It's, it's frustrating, man. Celtics, by the way, stink. We need to hop on that Celtics deal right away. We need to finesse Brad Stevens like we've never finessed Brad Stevens. I mean, honestly, I'm giving up a lot for Jalen Brown. I'm not giving up Maxie. But I'm giving up a lot for Jalen Brown. Honestly. Jalen Brown would make this team a contender this year. Jalen Brown would make this team a contender this year. That's how I feel about it. He's that good. Both sides of the ball. The way he's just, he holds himself. I know he's been, you know, there's been a few things the last like five games for the Celtics. They're just, they're crashing into each other at this point. It's just bad, man. But, um. You know, I, I would take Jalen Brown in a heartbeat, and I think he would make this team uh, really, really good, a lot better than they actually have been. Uh, let's go to the next caller. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hey, what's up, RB? How's it going? What's up, bro? Um, so I want to um, talk a little trade talk. All right, let's hear it. He said this, but he doesn't really mean it. It's like, it's going to take about a year. I mean, he's saying he's willing to fight a year, but. I still don't believe it's going to be a year, especially with um, everything happening right now and teams want to rebuild. You know, some teams want to hit the reset button. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to happen sooner or later. And, you know, I actually thought that the best trade that they could get is probably Brandon Ingram. Now, before anybody says, like, oh, I don't think they want to trade Brandon Ingram, I have a feeling that the Pelicans want to go on a rebuild mode. And, um, and obviously, Brandon Ingram wants out because everybody's been trashing him that, you know, he can't carry a team. But to be honest, they don't have a team. So I feel like he wants out, and I think that the Sixers can pounce on that and get him because he probably does want out. I'll tell you what, man. I'm taking Brandon Ingram at this point. Now, maybe there's got to be a third team involved. Like, imagine a three-team deal, right, with, you know, the Kings and the Pelicans. We end up getting, like, a Buddy Heald or a player like that. Then we get Brandon Ingram. I'm taking it at this point. Brandon Ingram's 25, getting better every year on his way to being an all-star. He already was an all-star. Um, I'm taking Brandon Ingram on my team. And imagine, I'm just, I tweeted out a couple weeks ago, I'm thinking like Tyrese Maxey, Brandon Ingram, and Joel Embiid. Like, even if we don't win this year, that's a scary core. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of people say like, well, well we don't know if he can step up. Just look at just look at what Lonzo's doing over there at the Bulls. Huh? Yeah. You know that Brandon Ingram had, has a higher swing than Lonzo. So if Lonzo can go to the Bulls and do what he's doing, imagine Brandon Ingram going to the Sixers and stepping it up over there. Yeah, I I'm I would take like it at this point. That's a scary thought. I think it's a great point, and I don't, you know, I don't know what the heck the Pelicans are doing at this point. I really don't. That team is just all over the place. So, um, if he's available, I'm going in for that, no doubt. 
Yeah, and another trade I think that they can do is because I think I want to do a reset button. So, like they're willing not to give up um, Fox or Tyree Caliber. And if I'm the if I'm the Sixers, I probably want to pounce on one or even the two of those guys. You know, get them over here and they can hit the reset button with Ben Simmons. And who knows, maybe Ben Simmons might get get them a playoff seed or whatever, eighth seed playing. But I, if I'm the Sixers, I probably would want both of them because I, I feel like they would like very well with the team like you probably star fox and have Tyrese Hobbins come off the bench with Maxi, put Maxi in the shooting guard. I think right like that you probably have a team like starting lineup and bench you probably would have you know Tyrese Hobbins, Maxi, um Niang, Corkmoss. Yeah. Like that that would be a good lineup for the starting lineup and the bench. Yeah it'd be interesting man. I, I would be interested to see how a backcourt with Maxi and Fox would work, but um yeah, definitely, definitely a deal to be uh, on the table, and I think the Kings have real interest. But yo, shout out to you, my guy, for calling in. Appreciate it, man. All right, no problem. I think you're- Thank you, man. What do you guys think about the Kings? Let me know in the chat. Shout out to everybody in here. Get back to the phone lines in in, in a few minutes, man. Uh, what do you guys think about the Kings? Because personally, I've said this all along. Okay. Sacramento Kings make the most sense for 2-5 for his situation. Wants to be in California. Small market. No expectations. Sacramento is the perfect place for 2-5. I predict that that is where he would end up. But I don't think it would be a straight trade with the Sixers. I think it would be a three-team deal with him going to the Kings, the Kings sending their junk somewhere else and getting draft picks, and the Sixers ended up getting maybe a piece from both teams or whatever. I think that makes the most sense. And now there's a report about the Kings and how they're willing to throw anybody in. I don't know about the Kings, all right? I don't know. That team tries to start over, then they try to start over again. They just can't do anything. If you're giving me Halliburton, fine, fine. Give me Halliburton and give me a piece from another team. I will take that, all right? I'm getting sick and tired of just waiting here. And let me ask you this. If we go past the trade deadline with this, is he is 2-5 coming back to play for this team? The answer to me is no. He's never playing. He said it himself. He's never playing for this team again. Um, and at that point, his value is just going to keep going down. We're, like, everybody keeps pushing this forward. It's like, you know, oh, by the trade deadline, there's going to be a lot of teams engaged. But, but what have I said all along? You're not getting any more value unless he shows something. Because believe it or not, even if he has defensive potential, even if he looks good or he has looked good in the past, teams are looking at the right now. And the way him and his agent are handling this situation, I feel like I was the first one to say this. What is going to happen when there is controversy on his next team? Didn't I say that like five months ago? What is going to happen when when something arises in a year or two? And, and GMs are looking at this situation right now. I don't think he has that much value. Because they're sitting there looking at him like, okay, this guy hasn't played in six months. He doesn't shoot a ball. And, and look at how this situation's going down. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If he actually wanted to raise his value, he would come back, suck it up. He would have sucked it up while we had, you know, seven players on the court, played a game, and then left. Or done something. Sixers are what seventeen and eight, eighteen and eight, with just Joel Embiid on the floor. I mean, come on, man. 
I'm just being honest. And this is why I've been saying I don't think he may ever play again. I don't think he has the drive. I'm not going to assume that because I don't know the guy. I'm just going off what I see. And I just hate that the Sixers got stuck with another situation like this. And if you tell me that it's the fans' fault, that's just crazy. That's crazy talk. Because we supported this guy. It's not like he came in year one and we were booing the hell out of him. No, we sub- I went neck and neck with people for, for months about this guy being rookie of the year. I was all, I had, I mean, come on, man. Mo, what's going on, bro? Never put on the beautiful jersey again. Yeah, it's sad. It is a nice jersey. I can't even wear my red Sixers jersey. I, I'm, I'm pretty pissed off about that. Now I have to get a maxi one. There was any deal on the table, Daryl would have taken it. Exactly. If the, if the right offer was there, he's been waiting for the right offer. It just hasn't presented itself. All these other stars, right? Dame, he's hurt now. He doesn't want to leave. He, there is no right deal on the floor. There's not a lot of value there. Scott, he says, I need Halliburton, Barnes, a first, and maybe Bagley or healed for Ben. Exactly. But the Kings, I just don't see them doing that. I don't see the Kings doing that. And I don't see Daryl Morey taking a hole of picks because he wants to win. He wants to win. And I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm really not feeling the let's retool for a couple years. And then, you know, if we have to, then fine. Like, if we're not going to get anything out of this situation. But come on, man. I'm just tired of it. I think teams are interested in Ben, but trying to play the leverage game and don't want to pay much. Yeah, who would pay much? Who would? Who would? What what team does he go to and that puts them over the hump? The only teams that he would really have a lot of interest from are teams that can't sign big free agents. So they're thinking, all right, let's go take a chance on this guy. But then again, it's like there's so much risk. There's so much risk. And I'm just frustrated with this. And it's, like I said, it's, it's just disrespectful to the guys that are out on the floor, man. Now we have Tobias Harris, who's had an up and down year. That's pretty much an untradeable contract. And, you know, Toby can provide you value, but he's not a number two option. I said this since last year. I knew this, which is why we need another player. And um, I just hope we find a way. I hope we do, because like my guy Seth said, shout out to the OG, Seth Emrose. Um, If Daryl doesn't make something happen, I'm going to be frustrated. There are people I'm seeing on Twitter now. Talk about, oh, well, you know, if we wait till the summer, we can get James Harden. And then then what? We're going to wait till the summer, and then he's not going to be available. Then are we going to wait till next summer, and then the summer after? By that time, I'm going to have gray hair. No, I'm not. But still, I might actually lose my mind by then. Like, you can't tell me that a year or two down the road, someone's just going to come out of the, out of, you know, out of nowhere, jack in the box. Oh, well, we want him now. Why? Why? What have you seen? Come on, man. 215-798-7638. Shout out to everybody in the chat. By the way, speaking of the guy that I do love with uh, with everything I got, Joel Embiid. Looking at the all-star voting, Joel Embiid is third in the Eastern Conference in the front court. Shout out to my man, Joel. He's going to the all-star game. You already know he is, man. You know he's going to the all-star game. Joel's the man. Shout out to Joel. He's uh he's been absolutely killing it. I really don't want this organization to waste Joel's prime, man. 
I'm just so I'm I'm just you know we got to make something happen. It's been years. A lot of top picks that we missed on. A lot of contracts we shouldn't have signed that we did. Frustrated, man. I'm frustrated. Somebody give me some hope. I need hope. Let's see what we got on the line, man. See if they're uh if they're the bearer of hope. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo. Yo, what's uh, up? What's your opinion on um uh the Kyrie? Think he would be a good trade for uh Ben Simmons? Who? Kyrie. Tyrese Halliburton? Uh Kyrie Irving. Oh, Kyrie. Sorry, I thought you said Tyrese. Kyrie Irving, um, Let's go. it's actually pretty crazy at this point. You know, I would actually think about Kyrie Irving. That's where we've gotten to this point, but I don't think Kyrie is going to want to trade. I actually don't think Kyrie would accept one. Hello? Um, you there? Yeah. Or are you stuck in, in your mind, in your Hello? thoughts? Yo, what's up? What you thinking about? Um, you think we could get a two, like, uh, um, my bad. I was just thinking. <laughs> Let's go. It's all right. Spit it out, man. Tell me how you're really feeling, bro. Tell me how you're really feeling. I want Ben Simmons gone. Why? I Sarah's gone too, personally. Why? Tell me why. But I don't Tell me why. Uh, I mean, Ben Simmons is playing, and uh, what's it called? Tobias is um, he's not he biased anymore. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Do you think he gets moved or not? Tobias. Either one of them. Um, Give me some hope, man. I I I need I some hope. <laughs> maybe uh, Dejounte Murray. Well, so do you think either one of them will get traded? Yeah, I think Ben's going to get traded. All right, you think he's going to get traded? When is he going to get traded? I'll mark it down on my calendar. I'm going to have to say the day before the trade deadline. All right, thank you, my man. I appreciate it, even though I'm, I'm going to lose my hair by then. Day before the trade deadline. Let's take it down to the last five minutes like we did last year. Let's take it all the way down to the last five minutes. All right? Let's go minute by minute, second by second. Kyle Lowry coming to the Sixers? Nope. Nope. Let's read a couple Super Chats. Jay Abs, thank you for the $6 donation, man. Appreciate it. 2018, 19, 20, 21, and we lose in the playoffs. Literally, it keeps on happening over and over. I don't want to see it happen again. That's what I'm saying, and I don't want to take a step back. And if we're taking a step back, I'm not trying to take a half step back. Honestly, if we take a step back, I'm trying to go all the way back. So, no, I want to win. I want to push it in with the squad that we have, man. Seth Emrose, member for 13 months, two fives a bum, have to stand our ground, RB the man. Seth, you're the man, bro. You're the man. You said it perfectly. We got to play hardball. We got we to gotta get what we deserve, man. We got to get what we deserve. Appreciate Seth. And Burrs Nation, 302 with the $5 donation, RB Philly take. Putting the link on the Super Chat. Birds Nation, you did that yesterday too, bro. You are a real one. Shout out to all the channel members in the house, baby. Guys, check out the channel membership. Someone put the link in the chat. Somebody check out uh, or uh, 
what's what's it called? Copy and and put the link in the chat to the channel memberships. Check out the memberships. Shout out the Birds Nation. Appreciate the love and support, bro. Can somebody give me some hope, man? I'm out here stressing about this team. Why? Why? We don't even play today. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, I just stumbled across your channel, what's and up, uh, I'm an Atlanta Hawks fan. Oh, boy. This and... <laughs> now, nah, welcome on into and, the channel, you know, bro. Um, appreciate you being here. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. And so, you know, I'm in a bunch of Atlanta Hawk groups, and, you know, we were discussing some trades because our general manager went on our local radio station. Uh, this, uh, dissatisfied on how the team is performing defensively. So, you know, I've been in a Hawks group, and I've been, you know, uh, just kicking the tires on Ben Simmons. Right. And. My question is this. What do you think of a John Collins, DeAndre Hunter, and a first for Ben Simmons? Uh, No. Are you throwing Cam Reddish in there? That's my question to you. Because I've been hearing some trade speculation about Cam Reddish. I've been hearing some, some trade speculation. And if you're giving me Cam, I am considering. The fact that you even called up here – as an Atlanta Hawks fan, you saw this, you saw it melt in front of your face as you were just celebrating, I bet. And you're willing to take him on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know why? I think um, Ben Simmons needs a change of scenery. And, you know, I was listening to what you were saying, and I listened to other callers and reading the chat. And just from an outside um, fan, I think that Doc Rivers really uh, messed up is the reason Ben Simmons doesn't want to play for you guys. I think when Doc threw him under the bus and then after later on then when pre I mean excuse me, when training camp opened and then Doc tried to come out and say um that's not what he meant. Uh, I think Ben Simmons was kinda pretty much done at that point. But I think I mean, let's not let's not be crazy. I mean his stats speak for himself. He is a um uh, all NBA defender which we need defense uh, at this moment. Um, you know, past couple of games, we've been giving up 120, 130 points per game. Now, granted, you know, we met some players do the COVID protocol, but um, I don't know about Cam Reddish. I'm going to have to go back to my homies <laughs> and let me see. Yeah, you know, yeah. we kind of, because, you know, that, that Cam Reddish, man, that's part of our Trey Young deal with Luka Doncic. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, yeah. that's kind of, that's kind of that, that leeway we have over, like, the Mavericks fans and these pundits who keep saying we lost the trade. And I'm like, you, y'all forgot we got Cam Reddish out of that deal also. Yeah. It was a good you trade know, for both sides. He's been on fire. Good trade for both sides. Yeah. But, yo, yeah, yeah, go yeah, back yeah, to yeah. your homies, let them know, and tell them I sent you, and uh, throw Cam in the trade for us, man. Well, look, I'd be more than willing I'll, to sign the papers for you, my guy. <laughs> so, Ben Simmons, okay, listen. If I I'm gonna yeah, go back, but if I put in the Cam Reddish, I'm not. If I put in the Cam Reddish, I'm not giving no first round pick. Sorry, mm. I'm sorry, I you can't do it. May have to meet with a I second. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw in Cork I'll throw in Cork for okay, you. Okay, I'm gonna see what they talk about. All right, appreciate uh, okay. you calling in, bro. <laughs> All right, man. All right, keep doing what you're doing, man. I like the channel, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Atlanta Hawks fans, we got the enemies out here watching us. 
You're out here watching us. Robel with the $5 donation. Hey, bro, I'm from Berlin, Germany. I like your content so much. Keep going forever, Sixers. Thank you so much, man. Berlin, Germany. That's that's inspiration right there, man. We're worldwide. We're around the globe, man. Thank you so much. Show them some love in the chat. We appreciate everybody up in here. For real, man. For real. Shout out to everybody. Um, interesting, though. Cam Reddish, I'm taking Cam. I'm taking Cam. The Hawks can have 2-5. Trust me. Trust me and believe they can have them, bro. They can have them, man. Let's go. <laughs> I never, never would have thought I heard I uh, heard a Hawks fan in here, man. It's it's crazy what what teams, what other teams fans think, man. From an outsider, it's interesting. Let's go to another caller. Yo, what's going on, man? What's good. What up, well, man? What I think about this situation, I think we should you know package him with. Tobacco. Say that again. You know, I said I think we should package him with Tobias. Package him with Tobias. So that's about what, like sixty million dollars. Who are we getting in return? I don't know. We gotta find somebody. But I mean, but Tobias who? hasn't been consistent. You know. Um. You gotta, you gotta have something ready, man. Sixty million dollars is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Who are we going to take back? John Wall, Russell Westbrook? No thanks for me. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't think they're going to get packaged together. I think Tobias stays, honestly. I think it's all about 2-5, how Tobias you leverage stays. that deal. I, I just don't think you can trade both, you know? And even what if about you, Tobias in the offseason? Maybe, maybe, you yeah. Think you do with him in the offseason. Yeah, maybe. I would definitely consider looking around, but at this point, in my opinion... Uh, you know, you got Tyrese Maxey on the rise. Seth Curry, by the way, one of the most underrated players yeah. in the league. And if you bring another offensive scorer in here, as I've been saying lately, like Tobias doesn't have to go up against really good defenders at that point. He can take a backseat role, hopefully. Yeah. Maybe he can play a little bit better than he is right now. Man, what about like, what about we lose, like, just saying, what about we lose your well? Like, an injury for like, you know, a couple weeks. Like, what, like, what, like who's going to come up for us? Like, that's Are, the scary you're thing saying, about this you're saying team, like you know, if like, we lose like, him for like a couple weeks and like who's gonna step up? Yeah, like what about he get injured? Like you're not saying like he will, but like what about like something happens like that? Like we really fall in the standards. You get like that? We like we got nobody that you know can play yeah. how he plays on this team. Yeah, that's a really good point. And that's why I'm worried because you know he's been taxing his body like crazy right now, and we're not even forty yeah, games in playing, yet. You know, so <laughs> I don't think Andre Drummond can step up to that role. Um but yeah, it's a it's a concern. I yeah, agree, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. We seen what happened when he, you know, he played when Joel was out. Well, yeah, man. If if Joel's not in, this team has no chance. When your when your best players aren't in, you you don't have a chance to win long term. But especially this team with how we are right now. So. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, it's tough, man. We'll see what happens. But I don't know. I don't. I don't see us trading both. I don't. Oh right, yeah. All right, man. Thank you for calling in, bro. Appreciate right, it, man. Good call right there. Um, <clears throat> shout out to everybody in the chat. I saw some people I wanted to shout out. Philly Joe, what's going on, Rocha? Yeah, shout out to Rocha, man. He's awesome. That's my guy. Did you see Westbrook's 2K rating? I see. I saw Westbrook's real-life play. Um, they were celebrating that this man didn't have a turnover for the first time in five years. <laughs> Come on, man. 
I'm getting excited thinking of having been with Trey backcourt. I'm guessing that's the guy that called in. Shout out to you, man. Look, if you can throw some influence on that Hawks team, I know we have some Sixers fans that are from Atlanta too. Um, yeah, fine by me. Give me Cam Reddish and uh, <laughs> we have a deal. We're talking, man. We have a deal. We're talking. NAN with the $5 donation. Thank you, man. Raptors fan here. Thoughts on a Van Vliet, Boucher, and a first for Simmons. He's shooting lights out, can hold his own on defense, keep grinding. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate that a lot. Uh, you give us Van Vliet and Boucher in a first, it is a done deal, my guy. Now, I don't want to trade him to the Raptors. That is the one team I do not want to trade him to. But if you give me Fred Van Vliet the way he's playing right now, uh, sign me up, bro. Yeah, I know it would be a weird fit with Maxi. But you got Boucher off the bench, the guy that's like 5 million feet tall, can hit a three anytime. Um, was a really, really good player last year, but I'm taking Van Vliet. I'm just seeing a way that he can create. I know he's not a win-now type of player, but you'd probably create more flexibility as well. You'd have another bench piece. Screw it, man. Screw it. Give me something. Might have to throw in another role player, though. Or maybe, probably a couple, probably a pick or two. Probably another pick. But um, depending on what's on the table, I, w- I would I would think about it. I don't think Daryl Morey would, but I would. Call into the show, guys, 215-798-7638. I want some thoughts, man. A lot of people talking about this trade situation. What about Tobias, man? What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Triple A, what's going on, my guy? Welcome into the chat. Appreciate all you guys hanging out with me on a Thursday night. We're having some fun doing our thing as always, as always. I need some hope, man. I need somebody to to really bring the passion, bro. Give me some light. Give me some optimism. Let's see what we got on the line, man. What's going on? You're on the show. What's going on, man? Yo, what up? What up? How you doing, man? I'm happy to be here. Fantastic. To you. Fantastic. How you doing, man? I'm, I can't complain, man. We here. We about to have a storm in the city tonight. I don't know how many inches, but yep, yep, it's coming. Hopefully not crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll make some money tomorrow. No yes, cold. But anyway, man. Um, uh, I, I don't know, man. Everybody's saying that he's going to get moved. I don't got him. I don't got him. Get, get somebody out there to move two five for it. I mean, two point five for real, for real, but. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, there's nobody out there. I think. It, I mean, it's, I mean, we ain't going. I mean, even if we probably even get somebody, it has to be clutch. Like it has yeah. to be someone really that we throw in some first round picks. Like some yep. game a change, be a game a game changer, yep. and we'll make it past the first, the second round for the first time ever. So I don't even think it's been a long time since probably Iverson band yep. got past. <laughs> second round in the playoffs, but I honestly, I mean, I'd rather not even do nothing this year, for real, for real, rest mm. of us, low manage Joel, make sure he don't get hurt, so he could be all right this all season, and let Daryl do his thing, I mean, so I mean, for real, for real, it's a guy, I respect you coming in here with a different take, so you, you're on the let's wait approach, you're on the let's wait bandwagon, and see how it plays out, now, I, I, let me ask you this, what, what if nothing too big becomes available this summer. You know, it is like, I mean, we we'll have, we'll have to just take some picks. My but only first, rebuttal take is, like five first round picks. but five first <laughs> round picks. <Let's> go. <laughs> like, here's my thing. Like, 
what are we going to get back at that point? Like the value is not just going to go up out of nowhere. Do you agree? Yeah, I know. I mean, you're right. I mean, it's not whatever. It's not what we think he's worth. It's what is what someone else is willing to pay for him, right? I guess. That's, yeah, that's I mean, true. But that's on, real estate right there. That's, I'm just playing the other side. So with somebody's you, man. willing like, to pay. You like, know what? You know what? We need him. You know what? We rather not give away game. We rather give away the next five first round picks to. to you know, we'll move some. We'll move a couple pieces and yeah, take them. I mean, I don't know. I mean, our, our situation is real. I mean, what is what, what we all gonna get? Two role players. All, all I'm all I'm saying again. I'm just playing the other side. I like your take. All I'm saying is, like, what team is just gonna take a guy cold after he sits out a year? And the last image you had of him was folding in the playoffs in the biggest moment. You know, how do you sell that? Think- is what I'm asking. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Daryl's gonna have to. It's a tough situation. He's gonna, he's gonna have to make a miracle. Yeah, it's, it's gonna tough. be a miracle. If he, if he, I mean, even if even if he we get a couple we we, we get a couple roles, but I, it's kind of sticky. Kind of sticky. I mean, like you said. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. I got my son. I got my son. Nah, he's good, just man. learning how to stream. So he he's just learning how to. He just started today. He just like like. There. <laughs> and um, but <laughs> shout out to your son. Yeah, man. so uh, and um, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. I, I, I mean, I just, I, I think, I think is there's nobody available. What we gonna do at yeah. the trade deadline? I mean, yeah. we just gonna just give them up for two role players. It's, it's. I rough, mean, if man. we get, if we it's get rough. fifteen off those two role players, then well, get yeah. out of here, and then we work on so we work on so being all season. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to find out and kind of you know think about. But before I get you out of here, let me let me ask you something. How long have you been a Sixers fan? I mean, I've been I, listen, man. This is my first year. Mm. This is my I've been a Sixers fan, honestly, since I'm seven. I really watched. I'm I'm 27. I never really. I'm sorry. I started watching. I started watching. I'm talking about like the college playoffs. You know, everybody watches playoffs. Right, right. But I actually, when Joel and Ben came here, I'm talking about this was, you know, uh, what's that? Malcolm, Malcolm, my bad. I ain't say his Marco name Fultz, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. I watched. I watched them after we picked. We had, we had him, and he got hurt. Yeah. That season, he got hurt, and he forgot how to play. And they said that it was caused. It was, it was, it was because of a car accident or whatever. That's yeah. it. Around that time, that's when I started watching the well, Sixers, and that's when I really, I guess, started to start going to the games and really start watching the regular season. Yeah, I mean, that's when you could really say, "I'm what was that? Five years? Four yeah. years? Yeah." Well, you came like in at four, the perfect five years, time, I mean, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I was too young. I was, I'm only twenty-eight. I'm yeah. five years. I'm done. Yeah, I, I wasn't around. I wasn't really watching basketball. Probably I seen it because on the hot box, my brother was like watching it, but I was too young to really figure out what was going on I when you. Iverson was here. So yeah, I mean, I've seen Iverson a couple times at the uh the the, the Sugar House Casino. I just don't like him as a character. He's not humble. They sit there and tell you like, "Yo, man, like, can I play? Can I put some of my chips in?" Yeah, he's just he's just a man. Like, I don't yeah. like him as a person. I love him as a player. I guess. I mean. Yeah. But I, I don't like him as a person because he's just ignorant. He's not humble at all. Yeah, I, I would get why someone I mean, get the, gets that kind of vibe. I've never met him in person, but um, 
you know. Yeah, he's a, he'll be he's there like a regular guy. You yeah. won't need, if you don't know who Iverson is, nah. he'll just be clinging in the. This was like five years ago. It was like four. It was like four or five years ago. I I, I just started going to the casino, and it was like a more. It was like not like because my girl at the time used to work at the uh, sugar house, so. I got addicted to roulette at that time, man. That was a bad time. <laughs> so I used to pick her up at five. She used to do late night shifts. He'll be there like at five, six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, he had a, he had some problems, man. <laughs> he had some problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got he got he, yeah. He he's in that, but that's the reason why he had problems at other casinos. I don't know about Sugar House, but yeah, he's ignorant, man. I've not seen yeah. him. I've not I've not seen him say like some nasty things to people. Yeah. And well, the the and my girl says he does not tip. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> I don't think he can. He does I don't think tip. he can. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. She was like, "Yeah, this." He's like, "You'd be surprised." He was like, "You get you have the richest people here, and they like just come like I'm talking about like big names. They don't tip." She's like, "Yeah, it's, I've done seen like one of the most famous people, and then and when it comes to like this is regular guy." That just looks regular, might just might be, yeah. Just no, going with a lot of money, and he would sit better than an athlete, or yeah. uh, you know, like it's crazy. Yeah, she was telling me she was like, yeah, Iverson don't sit yeah, at all. Of course not. Like, of course not. That's AI <laughs> for you. But yeah, appreciate you calling in, bro. Much love to you, yo, man. man. Thank you, man. I appreciate. It. I can't wait to see your contact with. Uh, I mean, your your content with uh DJ. I heard he back. So he's back. Yep. Hopefully, I y'all get it in. For sure, yeah, I bro. Yeah, I love. I don't. I'll never miss the stream. If For I sure. do miss the stream, I try to watch it, catch up on it the next day. But yeah. just no, man. I appreciate you. What's your name, bro? Enjoy the rest of your night, man. Who's your name, bro? I'm Josh. Josh. Joshua. Appreciate you a lot, man. Yeah. Shout out to you. Thanks for the story, man, too, pre- bro. <laughs> yeah, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate, appreciate it, man. Shout out to him. How about AI? AI doesn't tip at the casino, bro. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> Jay Abs, sorry, uh, with the five dollar donation, Ben for Brandon Ingram and two first round picks. Mmm, mmm. Think the Pelicans are doing that? I wouldn't put it past the Pelicans to be honest. I wouldn't put it past them because the Pelicans. What can the Pelicans do? What can the Pelicans do, man? That was a great call. That was a great call. Danny got that cardio in. Yeah, we we calculated it yesterday. Danny made $122,000 yesterday. I've never made $122,000, but um, I wish I have. But uh, what do you guys think about that? Also, I'm looking at this thing right here. You know, obviously I didn't get to talk about it, but what do you guys think about this, the big man lineup? Let's get some thoughts in, man. Call into the show, 215 798 Three, eight. We're going to take at least a couple more, man. I need some hope. Everybody's coming in here telling me, man, we're going to have to wait till the offseason. Man, there's nothing we can do, man. Somebody has a genius plan out there, bro. Somebody has something. We need something. And I, I saw a question. Do we take any calls? Yeah, we take any calls, man. Wherever you guys are. Look, we got a lot of people that agree with me. Disagree doesn't matter, man. Call into the show. Let's get, let's get it rolling, man. Let's get some thoughts up in here. All right, let's go to the next caller. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. What's up, RB? Yo, yo, what's up? Billy Mike here. Say again. Billy Mike here. Philly Mike in the house. 
What's up, Philly Mike? On the phone. <laughs> on the phone, man. Damn, I would have had you come on the stream with me, bro. Nah, I'm not at the house right now. I'm actually on my way home. So uh, just figured I'd call in real quick. Well, I, I know you got some hope for me, bro. <laughs> I was just trying to chime in on that $100,000 uh, lap that Danny Green ran last night. Yeah, $122,000, right? Nice little stat line. I mean, that's crazy. It's been since like 2017. It was Tony Snell, a guy who who just bounces around, makes like a couple hundred thousand dollars here and there, and we paying this man double digits yep. to do what Tony Snell did in 2017. That's that's upsetting, bro. It really is upsetting. I don't understand it. It's rough. I don't understand it, bro. But no, I I seen your uh, Tobias Harris video, and I totally agree. I think you know, I mean, it's so easy to get mad at him because he's he's in a slump. And then he got frustrated. You know what I mean? It's, I think it was more like he knows he stinks. You know, you make a mistake at your job, and someone's like comes over to you, like you know, you did that wrong. I'm like, duh, I do this all the time. I'm, yeah. I did it wrong. Right. Let me fix it. So yeah. he knows. Um, but there's nothing he can do about it because of the role he's put in. He's, he's just not built for that. He's a situational player, and exactly. a he's a uh, not a situational player, but he's a, a system player. And right. we don't got nothing with, with a thirty million dollar hole, as everybody says. Yeah, exactly. And my thing is like, you know, all I said was, all right, Tobias, come out now and do something, you know, and he came back and had a good game. He came back and embraced it, you know? Yeah. I don't think he's fully going to be able to embrace the role we need him to play and ah. figure out what this team is going to be. He's not, that's he's not a second that's option. He's not a second option. He nah. never has been. And people he, expect him to be that yeah. for some reason, even though we've watched him. For three and a half years. And the guy is just not that. He should have never got the contract. We know it. But he's literally a third option. That's it. Yeah. So, But if somebody tells me, if, if I'm doing my job at a at okay, but my boss comes in the room and talks about giving me a huge raise, I'm not going to be like, well, I don't, I don't know how to do all that you want me to do. I'm going to take the money and run. <laughs> exactly. It's That's crazy. what happened. Joel, Joel had a run in. With with the team, Tobias had a run in, two five had a run in, and he left. So that's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to take too much time. I'm about to go through this tunnel in a little bit, so uh, I might leave service anyway. All right, my uh, God. Appreciate hopefully, it. hopefully it snows. I ain't trying to go to work tomorrow, but hey, good you stuff. Go. You got to go over there. You too, bro. Appreciate it. People keep expecting Tobias. I'm glad somebody finally chimed in on Tobias, man. It was a shout out to my guy Philly Mike, man. Philly Talk Podcast. Tobias is not a second option. And we've been saying this for a while, man. So there's no reason to just continually just chop off this guy's neck. Like he's doing what he can. He's having a bouncy season up and down. But that's just where we're at, man. It's we need more help. We have a $30 million hole in the roster. So that's just how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Danny's like the fourth highest paid player on the team. Yeah, he uh, he really held out in free agency, and we paid him $10 million. So it's kind of it's pretty crazy when you think about it. <clears throat> Toby's a good dude. He is a good dude. He's a good leader, and he had a uh, – he had a mishap, man, but but the thing about it is that he came out and he embraced it, and he got better. He took it to heart, and he, you know, he owned up to it. So I respect that. 
I respect that a lot. Let's look at uh, Danny Green's stat line. Zeros across the board. How about that? Danny's got to step up, man. He's been he's been non-existent for us, man. We need something more. I, I like the veteran leadership, but we need something more. Take one or two more calls, then we'll end it off tonight. But uh, it's been been really good listening to your guys' takes and all. Let me know in the chat if you want me to keep doing streams like this, as well as some collabs as we head up to the trade deadline. What do you guys think about that? Let me know. Let me know in the chat. Let's go back to the lines, man. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo, what's good, bro? What up? What up? So, so I'm listening to your thing. First of all, I didn't even know you do live like shows like this, but that's lit, though. So, but I'm listening to it. And um, I think the longer this thing goes, I think, like, I think Daryl Morey's, like, re- rethinking who he wants to trade target. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think in the beginning, it was all about Dane. But, like, how, seeing how Kyrie's Maxie is just, like, developing throughout the year, I think he's waiting to see what's going to happen every, everywhere else. Because, like, in the beginning of the season, nobody was even talking about Jalen Brown getting traded, Jason Tatum, all these other players. Like, it was always just Dane or Bradley Bill. But now you sit, you stand back and he's sitting there and it's like, maybe other things will come through, but other things will fall out. There's a bunch of stuff we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, like, 2-5 is going to be, he's going to be gone. But, right. like, I don't think it's what everybody thinks it's going to happen. So, wait, you think it's going to happen or you don't? No, no, I think it's going to happen, but I don't think it's going to be for the names that's being mentioned. Like, I don't, I don't think Dame's coming here, like, at all. Like, oh, yeah, he's Dame's not. He's not. No. And you want to go to New York, that's crazy for him. But So, whatever, <laughs> cool. That's loser energy. That's whatever he want to do, I don't want that over here. Yep. Like, I, I'm cool with B. I, my, I was talking to a co-worker, and they was talking about what I trade uh, 2-5 for Andrew Wiggins. And at first, I was like, hell no, nah, that's not what I want. But then, so one of those best friends with him, you know what I'm saying? He got that Golden State Warriors mentality now. Maybe he'd be a different player. But after we did that, though, we'd have to get rid of Kobe because they like the same yeah. echelon of players. So Yeah. Well, I'll we tell you something. I don't think the Warriors are going to take 2-5. I don't know who's going to take them, except maybe the Kings. I don't like anybody on the Kings, though, neither, though. Like, I don't want to be Aaron Fox because he's – He's not a good shooter. I like I like Halliburton. That's not true. I, I like Halliburton, but then Buddy Hill and Seth Curry's like the same person to me. Oh yeah, I I, like I agree that. with you there. I mean, it it depends where we're you know like where we're at as a franchise, but I agree with you. We need. I would take Ingram in a heartbeat. Yeah, I would take Meredith Frank. That's that's like the trade that needs to happen, but nobody really talks about that because I don't yeah. think Simmons and um. Uh, and uh, Zion work well at all, but that's somebody else's problem. If they want to do that trade, that's stupid on them. But yeah, exactly. Um, and, and who knows about the Pelicans, man? Is I don't even know if Zion's going to play at all. Honestly, he don't want to be. Either. Nah, he wants to leave. But all right, at least you're moving us in the right direction, bro. You're telling us, all right, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I. It's, it's, it's going to happen. You got to have faith in Daryl Moore. He ain't stupid. You know, he, he's trying to correct Elton Brand. Elton Brand didn't do stupid moves except for giving somebody Harris that money. That was crazy. But, like, he was he was trying to make us a, a contender. He was going about it the wrong way. So, Daryl Moore is trying to fix all that. I agree so. 100%. And, and this is all we can really do is trust in Moore at this point. That's really it. Because if it doesn't work, it's, 
it can get real bad. I, I've been a Sixers fan for mad long, and I'm not trying <laughs> How to go long? back. How long? Like 2000, 2001. Mm. So mm. The, the year before we went to the, went to the finals. So let me you ask you this. Like, that was my. So I, I take it as you're an, a well-educated Sixers fan, NBA fan, right? So please tell me that this is the craziest thing you've ever seen. Like, can do you even understand this entire situation? Like, is it is it the fans' fault here? No, that was not our fault, man. Because <laughs> Bob is like mad because we because we, we we keeping it real. We do this to everybody. Like, exactly. Nope, Aguilar got it. Jalen Rager just got it. Like, it ain't even just basketball, man. It, it's everywhere. Like, if you can't take it, Tobias Harris has got it. Like, yep. It's not us. Like, it's really just. It's really just like uh, people saying that he was getting babies from when he first got here. Like yep. that's really what it was, man. That that honeymoon is over. We want results now. We should have went to the finals last year. That's that's no like understatement of that. We should have been in the finals. Absolutely. To Absolutely. That, like, Wasted an opportunity. Easy opportunity I'm last damn. year. But hopefully like, that's not the last time, you know. But um can't go back to the 10 wins, 14 wins. Oh, nah. Don't even get me started, bro. <laughs> don't get me started, man. Oh, man. It was making fun of us on the Simpsons. Bro, I can't. I can't go back to that, man. We can't go back to that. We can't, we can't start talking about the process. Not yet. But, yeah, appreciate the call, nah. my guy. Shout out to you, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Much love. Right, you, have a good night, you too, bro. We can't start talking about the process, man. We can't start talking about the process. By the way, he said that he didn't know that we do streams. Yeah, if you're if you're in here right now, we do uh, videos, live streams like this, play-by-plays. We do a bunch, man. Talking the stuff. Talking the stuff. Seth with the $2 donation. Bias will never be a second option. 2-5 replacement will be. Agree 100%. Alvaro with the $2 donation. Thank you, man. Could have had CJ, Anthony, Nas if Maury had vision. Think so? Think that deal's still on the table? I don't know what's going to happen in Portland. I know Damien's having, you know, he's having like a extended injury now and they're not really saying much, but he's, he might be sitting out longer. I don't think it's the year for Dame. I don't think it's his, it's his year, man. But, um, ah, this is frustrating. This is frustrating. I have many years on that caller. Yes, it's the wildest Sixers thing ever. We have a kid who almost died due to an allergy in Zaire Smith. It's crazy. Everything happens here that happens here is just absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. But we'll take one more call, man. Then we'll wind it down. Hope you guys are having a good stream. Let me know if you're enjoying it, man. Um, let me know if you guys like the streams like this. Do you like the play-by-plays, the videos? What do you guys like, man? I like just talking the stuff. Just talking to stuff, straight sixers. I want to get another person on here. Like, next show we do, we're, we're probably going to do a collab. Have a couple people I'm already talking to. We need to, I like bouncing back and forth with people. You know, their ideas, thoughts. Just where I'm at. I feel like I'm talking to myself and it's just like, it's crazy. You know, but that's why I like the phone lines, man. And by the way, the callers have been great. I'm actually impressed tonight. A lot of good calls, a lot of good takes, you know. Doing our thing. So, I'm seeing here the, uh, apparently the Celtics game is is uh, going down like crazy right now. Let's, let me check on the score of that real quick. 
Let's see what's going on here. No time left. The Knicks win by three. Fournier with 41 against the Celtics. Okay. Celtics lose again. <laughs> time for them to sell the farm, baby. Jalen Brown to Philly. I'm on the Jalen to Philly movement. Did y'all see that buzzer beater to beat the Celtics? They hit a buzzer beater. It says Kane. Wow. Let's see if we can uh, pull that up. Here we are. We got it already. Let's see if we can pull it up for the peeps. For the win! Let's see. All right, now we're going to have to go like this. All right. Wow, they really hit a buzzer beater. Inbounded, Barrett. Oh, my gosh. Off the backboard. Yo. Wow. Celtics loot. Yo, the Celtics have had some tough losses lately, man. They've had some tough losses. It is time for the Celtics to sell, baby. It is time for the Celtics to sell. Ready? Guys, follow me on Twitter, man. Jalen Brown to Philly movement. Go retweet that, man. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go trending, baby. <laughs> Look at that, man. What a shot by Barry. <laughs> Jalen Brown to Philly, man. Let's do it. I'm tired of this. Jalen Brown to Philly. RJ Barrett's name is Rowan. Is that true? Dude, that's nuts. The Celtics are defeated. Look at Al Horford walking off the floor, yo. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. We need one more caller to finish this off, man. Call into the show. 215-798-7638. Do videos, live streams, a bunch of stuff here. Let me know if you guys are enjoying this, man. Who's Rowan Barrett Jr.? <laughs> oh, man. Get the movement started. That's what I'm saying, man. Jalen Brown, could you imagine Sixers and Celtics swapping, man? That would be nuts. That'd be nuts, bro. That'd be nuts. I can't believe he just hit that, though. In the garden, too? Oh, is that over Tatum? Oh, my gosh, man. Absolutely yes, crazy. sir. All right, we got our last caller on the line. We're going to hold you on there for a minute. Shout out to my guy, KG, with the $10 donation. He's letting the siren go off, man. Yes, sir. Ben is not mentally ready to play, but if he gets traded, will he just all of a sudden be ready? I either say Brown or trade him to a bad team. Let them rot and move forward from there. Well, there's KG with the uh, the input there. Let us let me know if you guys agree or disagree in the chat. We're about to get to this call, but yo, KG, I think a hundred percent. I th I think it's going to go like literally either way, like full blown either way. Either he's going to just come back the next day and just show up to the locker room ready to go. He's going to play that night, or he's he's just not going to play. But I I would lean towards the side of he's just going to show up and start playing again. And at that point, he will receive booze upon booze if he ever comes back to Philly. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. But 
Like you said, we got it. We got to get a good player in return. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Let's see who's going to wrap us up. Yo, what's going on? You're on the show. Yo, RB, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Who we got on the line? I want to say I appreciate what you're doing. i uh, answer your question. I love the live stream, both the games and things like this, just talking basketball. It's awesome. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate that. Who do we have on the line here? This is, uh, this is Donnie from New Jersey. Donnie, what's going on, bro? I need, I, need, I need you to finish this off with a bang, man. What do you have for me? So I was thinking, you know, trade-wise for 2-5, like what do you think of CJ and like if there's any way you can pry that lottery pick out of the Trailblazers? I mean, at this point, it's not sounding too bad to me. You know, but CJ, I've always liked him. He's always been a baller. He's always been kind of that like quiet baller. You know, you hear about Dame, yeah. but CJ's always been there. He's dropping 30 a night a lot of nights. And I think, you know, any any shooters you can get, it helps space the floor out. And that's one of my biggest problems talking about Tobias. My big problem with Tobias is he needs to command more attention. He needs to be, like, you know, killer in those ISO situations where, like, right now he's just not. And the more you get killer in those ISO situations, the more you space the floor out and your shooters can shoot. I agree 100%. And and to your point about CJ, I think he's always been underrated. I think having him as a – I don't know mm-hmm. if he could per se be a number two option with Embiid, but I don't think he's ever had a chance to really prove whether he could be or not because I think Dame, you know, takes a lot of the spotlight off him. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that. And, you know, I've heard a lot, especially in the past, not as much this year, but, like, they say, you know, the, the pictures don't have enough shooters. But now, you know, we got Seth, and we even, you know, Korkmaz shooting 40% from three this year. We bring CJ, and we're an elite shooting team, yeah. an elite shooting team. And then, you know, MB doing his thing, and hopefully Tobias can, you know, pick it up. Just 20 and 10 would be great, not for, you know, top 10 almost money, but 13 high, 13 high state player, I think, in the league. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting in terms of the fit of what we really do need, you know, because we have a, a great upcoming guard in Tyrese Maxey. We have Seth Curry. And then we've always had that awkward fit where, you know, Danny Green is not a small forward. He's actually a shooting guard, but we play him at the three. And I feel like it's been years since we had, like, a formidable small forward, right? Like, I, Robert Covington was never really that good of a small forward. Um, He was more of, a, like, a spot-up shooter, but... I feel like we've been yeah. missing a forward like for so long, and it's just I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, a forward. I mean, I think you know playing CJ at the two obviously is what it would have to be. But if right. we could get somebody else, we could use that draft pick. You know, I think we are weak in that position. And and you know, I just want to say again about Tobias. I think like he doesn't. He's not like attacking the glass. He's got to put it off mm-hmm. the glass more. He's got to stop with these little floaters and. He's just not playing his game right now, in my opinion. He's not decisive. And I think he's kind of in his head, obviously. I think that's what we saw the other night. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm, I'm really pulling for him. I don't want to you know, see any Sixers players right. go that way. And he does a lot for the community, but. Yeah, of course. I, know, th- I just think he's, he's not. got to get kind of back on track. I think he's got to be a little bit more decisive and just, you know, not think about it too much. Like you said, uh, I feel like he's trying to yeah. live up to more than what he is, you know, and, and he's just got to yeah. fill his role and, and kind of take a little back seat, you know. No, hundred percent. All right, before we end it off, give me give me some hope. Will the Sixers make a trade before the deadline? Yes or no? Honestly, man, I hate to be this way, but the way it's been going, <laughs> it doesn't seem like that. Unless there's a lot oh, going on behind man. closed doors, it just does not seem that way. I was believing in you for a second, bro. I hope so. Trust me, man. I hope so. I want a piece, or you know, preferably pieces. 
And I want this team, you know, we're, we're the long, long 10, 15 years. I want to be back up at the top, you know? Yeah. So, so then where do we go? If we don't make a move, what do you think happens? We just wait it out and see. I don't know. I mean, we are not, not, you know, a very elite team right now, but I think, you know, we, we're dogs. We're always dogs and, and we'll yeah. fight and, you know, come playoff time. Who knows? Maybe yeah. make a little run at it. All right. I love it, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Appreciate you calling in again, bro. No, I appreciate you, man. Thanks for the stream. Thank Great you, time. my man. Appreciate it. I'll take it. I'll take it. We're dogs. We got to keep that mentality, man. Still looking at this buzzer beater. Pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat, man. Once again, another great stream. Doing what we can, you know. Trying to diversify the content a little bit. Doing different things. I would love to have a collab next time. Like I said, been talking to different people. So we have, so tomorrow we play the Spurs. By the way, Tyler Johnson signed with the Spurs today, if you guys didn't see that. So you can definitely bet for Tyler Johnson to go for 40 tomorrow against us. You know, <laughs> revenge revenge game, Tyler Johnson. Um, he's about to go off tomorrow. But anyway, do I think we could beat the Spurs? Yeah, I think we can. Um, hold on. I think I had the injury report, too. I don't think I pulled it up here. But um, I'll see if I can uh, I'll see if I can find that for you guys. But yeah. Uh, I think we have a few people out still. It looks like Thibault is going to be set to return. Um, by the way, yo, everybody's liking that tweet. Yo, go follow me on Twitter, guys, at RB Philly Take. We're actually almost at 1,900 followers. Let's keep uh, let's keep pushing that tweet around, man. Jalen Brown to Philly. But anyway, um, trying to find the uh, the tweet, but I th I think Shake Milton is going to be out and. Let's see who else. Let's see. Let's go. Let's see if I can sign it. Jay Abs with the $5 donation. Been showing a lot of love, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it a lot, bro. He says, let's bring back Sam Hankey, the OG himself. What do you guys think? Sam Hankey? I'll bring him back. Hinky died for our sins, bro. And meanwhile, his his evil twin, Sam Presti, over there in OKC, is out here acquiring 2028 20, second round picks. Come on, man. Come on, man. You got Sam Presti out here scamming the league. Meanwhile, Hinky has no job. Bring Hinky back, bro. Bring him back for the one time. <laughs> I love it, J Abs. Here's the uh, injury report so far uh, for tomorrow. So Sixers and Spurs, Danny Green has left calf tightness. How did Danny Green get injured? <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I got to stop. I got to stop. I appreciate you, Danny, but you got to play better, bro. I'm just wondering how you got hurt yesterday. Isaiah Joe, right side back pain, who got injured yesterday, are questionable. Tyrese Maxey, Paul Reed, Jaden Springer, and Shake Milton are out. Thibel is not listed on the injury report. So it looks like Thibault set to return. Who knows about Danny? Who knows about Isaiah Joe? But uh, the Spurs are missing like four players. Here we go. Shout out to uh, Noah Levick. San Antonio will be shorthanded. Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, Dougie McBuckets, Derek White, and Thaddeus Young all out in health and safety protocols. So, I mean, it's a game we should win. 
It's a game we should win. But Tyler Johnson set to go off. You already know that. You already know that. Let's put this picture back up too. Joel Embiid with the Shirley Temple, man. I love this guy. I love this guy. Um, but yeah, so we got a game tomorrow. We were supposed to be off Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. However, uh, our game from the 24th got moved up to Monday. So now we have off Saturday and Sunday. We play on Monday against the Rockets. That should also be a win. And then we have off Tuesday. Then we go to play the Hornets and then the Celtics. So um, games we should win, man. We, we're on a five-game win streak. Let's keep it up. Let's keep winning. Let's keep doing our thing, man. Eagles play on Saturday night. Uh, backups will probably be playing. I actually might be going to that game. So if you're there, I might see you. But other than that, man, shout out to everybody in here. I hope you guys had a great uh, night, man. I did as well. Great callers, by the way. Great calls. Definitely going to be doing this again very soon. Rick says, will the Sixers takeover be back? I'm going to talk to them and see what's up. You know, I'm always down. Um, I love collabing. It's been a while, but we're going to get some some people on here. Maybe some uh, some good collabs coming up soon. I'll answer some comments, then we'll get out of here. Let's see. Um, I miss watching Maxie. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I We need Tyrese back. Right when he was on a roll, you know, he, he ends up uh, going out, which sucks. Let's see. Um, pull the hammy with the cardio. I love it. I thought players that are out with health and safety protocols were quarantined, but Dinwiddie was in the huddle last night, so I was confused. I, I, I don't know. I didn't see that. Um, Definitely some interesting times in the NBA. Seth says, what do you think of Derek White? Could we pick him up as a role player? Not necessarily for 2-5. I like Derek White. I think the Spurs could be a fire sale because DeJounte Murray's playing well, but if I'm not mistaken, the Spurs still are struggling. Like, this is probably going to be Greg Pop's uh, last year. So Spurs have a lot of young guards. The Spurs could be a team for a 2-5 trade, but it's like, what are... I don't think they're going to give up DeJounte Murray. I just don't see that happening. So, you know, they don't have any other, like, it factor players. They don't have any guys like that. So, I don't know, man. It's tough. It's tough. Low-key might move to Philly. That's what's up. Where are you from, Jay Abs? Where are you from? Where's everybody from in the chat, man? The Shirley Temples, that's Embiid's secret. I love Embiid. Look how unbothered he looks, man. Comes out, and he just dominates, bro. He just absolutely dominates. On the on the away floor. And then he just sits back and chills. Like, I love it, man. Thanks, RB. I like the collab streams. Appreciate it, man. Your thoughts on the Kings and Sixers? My thoughts, once again, they I think it's a reasonable trade if, if you throw a third team in there. Keldon Johnson's a beast. They have a lot of good young players, man. The Spurs do. I'm in Vegas from Philly, live in Georgia. Joshua, Texas from Camden. Yo, we got everybody in the house, man. Malaysia, Brazil. We got everybody here, man. You guys are the best. Anyway, that being said, man, hope you guys uh, have a great rest of your night. We'll be back tomorrow for the play-by-play. What is it, 7 p.m.? Sixers and Spurs coming up. Can we win six straight? Yes or no in the chat? Six in a row coming up tomorrow night? Let me know. Other than that, man, follow me on Twitter. Please hit the like button if you're still here, by the way. Hit the subscribe. I will catch you guys tomorrow night, man. Y'all have a great night. Peace.